This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello and welcome to the post-game podcast to reflect on a night when Liverpool got back to their very best. The Reds ran out 5-0 winners over Watford to bounce back from what was a poor performance if not resulting in the 0-0 draw at Manchester United and more importantly it ensured they remain one point clear at the top of the Premier League with 10 games to play, the first of which comes this Sunday at Merseyside rivals Everton. But this podcast is all about Liverpool's biggest win of the season so far. It kicks off with the verdict of our Liverpool FC correspondent James Pearce, then takes in the thoughts of Jurgen Klopp and then gets the take of three supporters who were at Anfield this evening. Ross Strachan, Sam Planch and Matt Addison and two more who were following from further afield Owen Thomas and Nathan Davidson The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo Well Liverpool were back to their dazzling best at Anfield here tonight emphatic 5-0 winners over Watford to ensure they hold on to top spot in the Premier League and tonight was about a lot more than just picking up those three points I think they're the massive thing was the belief that I think players and supporters and probably the manager as well will, will will take from such a complete performance certainly Liverpool's best display of 2019 it's been been hard going for um, you know this calendar year so far we've been you know people have been bemoaning the, the lack of fluency the lack of spark the goals had dried up somewhat of course there was those two dour stalemates against Bayern Munich and Manchester United and, and there was something missing but um Tonight, everything clicked again. I thought Liverpool were absolutely immense in all departments. You know, a fourth successive clean sheet, defensively rock solid. Um, midfield, you know, just functioned so much better tonight. Um, and, you know, in attack, you know, there was, they just looked, you know, just so much sharper. The, the passing was slicker, the movement was, was more intelligent, and there was that clinical edge. In the, in the final third. You know, Watford must be absolutely sick of coming here. That's three seasons in a row. They've taken absolute pastings and um, no fun at all was uh, Ben's Foster. His, ben Foster's assessment of um, a pretty dour night for Watford because uh, there was just no let-up for them. Um, Liverpool were ruthless and relentless and, you know, those are hallmarks of this Klopp team and uh, you know a massive boost and a lift for everyone to see those qualities back in abundance out here tonight i think for klopp himself it was a personal triumph he you know he took a bit of stick at the weekend people questioned his team selection against united and certainly his substitutions he made during the game which didn't prove particularly effective but tonight all the big calls he got absolutely spot on uh, it was a big shout playing sadio mane through the middle as a number 9 tonight but what a response from Mane. He was in absolutely inspirational form. Helped himself to a, a first-half double, which effectively killed off the game. And you know that's now 14 Premier League goals for Sadio Mane, his best ever return at Premier League level. Um, you know the uh, the first one was a was a was a really impressive header from a, a wonderful cross from Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, you know a hat trick of assists for for Trent tonight. Um, you know, for him, certainly back with a bang. He was a bit, would have been disappointed to be rested for that game at Old Trafford. But uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold was absolutely top, top class tonight. Um, just you know those those deliveries from wide areas, absolute nightmare for defenders. And uh, you know the first one was on a plate for Mane. The second one was on a plate for him as well. Really, Mane his first touch was pretty poor, um, but he more than made up for it with some improvised brilliance with a back heel 
past Ben Foster. And then, you know, after that, it was really a question of how many Liverpool were going to get. You know, they uh, they carved out so many chances. They took their time um, killing off Watford. But, um, you know, Divock Origi, another one who repaid Klopp's faith tonight. You know, a big shout to start him ahead of Sturridge and ahead of Shakiri. But, you know, put in a real tireless shift on that left-hand side. And Origi got the third one, cutting inside after latching onto a Robertson pass and hammering inside Foster's near post. So a great moment for Origi, of course, until tonight. His only league goal this season had been that dramatic winner in the Merseyside derby here in December. James Milner, likewise, in terms of uh, you know, big calls by Klopp. Milner getting the nod ahead of Henderson and ahead of Naby Keita tonight. But... He was at his absolute energetic, energetic best. Um, real great shift he put in. He set the tone really for that dominant display with the way that he put himself about and, and really hassled and forced mistakes from the Watford players. So um, I think you could go through that Liverpool team tonight. There wasn't a single average performance to a man they all delivered. Even Alison Becker didn't have an awful lot to do, but one absolutely stunning save to. to uh, uh, to, to deny Gray a, uh, a consolation late on um, showed how much Alisson was desperate to get that fourth consecutive clean sheet and then the final flourish provided by Virgil van Dijk I think one criticism of uh, van Dijk is he doesn't score enough goals for someone who's as good in the air as he is um, but he took the first steps towards putting that right I think you know, his only goals for the club before tonight was of course the the winner on his debut against Everton here in the FA Cup and then the one he scored away at Wolves um, before Christmas but uh, two goals in three minutes late on the first one again you know an absolutely pinpoint cross uh, that was that was from a Trent Alexander-Arnold free kick from the right Van Dijk nods home and then the other one came in from the other flank Andy Robertson you know, Trent getting three assists tonight Robertson getting two decent ball in and Van Dijk nods home gets ahead of, gets above Cathcart to provide the finish into the bottom corner and that was the icing on the cake you know and it a, a brilliant night all round for Liverpool you you know there's been so much talk about pressure and anxiety and and handling those nerves well there was certainly no sign of nerves tonight of course there's tougher tests than Watford to come but um that was a real shot in the arm to you know for for players and fans uh, for Liverpool to be back functioning at such a high level and it means they head for Goodison on Sunday with belief absolutely sky high. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. That was a very impressive performance. Oh yes, I am, of course. Um, it was exactly the game we wanted. It was... Um, that's not like this. In a game when you, when you win 5-0 and everybody's... Um, performed on a really, really high level, and still you have to talk, or you, you have to say that your both centre halves played defensively an outstanding game. The goalkeeper had to make two, I think two, not one hundred percent sure, outstanding saves. Um, then you see what the, how the quality of the opponent is. And so, but all the rest in the game was exceptional. Just the crosses were, of course, the most obvious thing because they were really brilliant. But positioning in the box, heading. <laughs> All the other things, the runs, the direction, the desire, the composure, it was, was um, yeah, what can I say? Tomorrow is another day and we have to, we have to deal with all the things. But um, today, for today, that was a, a really fantastic football game. And um, I, I, I really, I'm really happy for the boys because they deserve it so much. It's, um, they, you know, all the things we, we draw against Bayern. 
and against United and everybody talks about kind of a, I don't know exactly what you're talking about but different things which I don't really understand and, and, and then but it's always about showing reactions but not reaction on the things we're talking about no, we want we want to play like this every day yeah and um, that's maybe sometimes possible and sometimes a bit less but you have to be stable and the boys were always stable and tonight that we were stable and and really fluent offensively yeah so uh, it's good it's a very good example how football should look and um, oh, let's try um, to do it again and again the second one I didn't see it. <laughs> I saw I only saw he get he gets across and then the players in my view, so it was obviously back heel, I heard, but I didn't see it yet. Yeah, sorry. But if I I loved the first one as well, so jumping that high. Um any new position, the whole game, how he played, come on, that, that position is, is just exceptional. I, I was, it was clear that he will be help us in all the build-up situation because he's this kind of footballer, but we needed him in the box as well. And being there then twice in a really good position, at least twice, there was for sure more often there, um, where the situation when Mo came from right side, Foster post, and then I think Sadio was really close to score the third one. Um, how Mo played... Come on, it's unbelievable. He was pretty much not playable tonight. Um, and, and in a game without scoring, having this kind of performance, that's exceptional. Divock defending on a for him obviously it's not natural on the on the wing, but he did it. And then offensively, he was constantly a threat. He was involved, scored a fantastic goal. Um, both fullbacks flying down the wing, if you want, um, and all on midfield, flexible. Good passes, very aggressive on the other side, really involved in all the things, coming in the half spaces and all this stuff. Probably I forgot somebody, but it was just a, uh, it was just an all-around um, top performance, and so um, I'm really happy. The boys who came on was was really good, helped so much, and um, that's all good and and all I think really deserved. Yes. So you're very happy with Liverpool's result. How do you feel about the score at Manchester City? I only heard it's 1-0, that's what I have experienced. In general, I mean, how, how are you feeling about the title race and how tight is it going to be over the next few <laughs> I don't think you need an answer for me. The only thing we can do is that we have to we have to play football to win games and then we will see what happens. But um, it's not that I go in the dressing room and somebody tells me the result and I get a heart, I get a heart attack. Um, so it's just it's a normal thing. If you're top of the table, it's pretty likely that the contenders, um, that they all win. That's how it is. Um, that's the only advantage you have when you fight for the, for staying in the league, actually, because uh, the other teams lose a bit more often than in our fight. But no, nothing to say about that. That was I didn't think about it to be honest, but it's of course what I expected. Andy, Jürgen, just have a word on Alexander Oh yes, he didn't play on Sunday. I'm sad that I know that probably that was funny because I never thought I never don't think about last games and I didn't play. And then I, I don't know who any colleague of you asked me if it's because of the performance in the last game against Manchester United. And I really had to think back what was there. Ah, the Rashford incident. So it was Trent was injured, played the game, and then it was clear we have to make a decision 
can he play three games in a week? We were not sure. That's why we, he didn't play against United. That was the only reason. So now it was clear he will play today. He was rested, could start and played an outstanding football game. And obviously he's fit. And if you see how he was chasing back uh, in all the counter-attacks of them, I was involved in pretty much each each offensive situation and then when we lose the ball that's the that's the nature of the thing and we have to run back that's a brilliant performance across this um so the first the first corner uh, was not exactly like we wanted it to have it was pretty flat and we were well, obviously higher but from the, all the rest crossing wise was just outstanding eh? so um I don't say it was easy to finish with this situation, but it made the, the cross made it easier at least to to finish from these uh, balls. Chris, and then to Dave to finish. Okay. Oh, it's massive, eh? when this when the big boy is um, jumping that high and um, finishing off like that. It's when the ball's coming, yeah, we, it's it's difficult for 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 Birch because um, the refs allow a lot in these. Box challenges with him, so he's always they always try defensively. They try to block him out. Offensively, they try to everything to 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 keep him away from the ball. Actually, um, it helps a lot having at least a second or a third threat around him because he's very often really not marked but stopped or whatever whatever you can say. Um, and now coming these moments and being there was really was really really nice to see. And of course, the crowd enjoys it. Um, I'm not sure, but it was now goal three and four for Liverpool, probably. Yeah. Everton, then where? Wolves. Wolves. Ah, oh, with the foot, with the foot, right? Um, and then and this one. So yeah, these two. So that's good. But I enjoyed all the goals and I enjoyed all, all the, the how it how it happened and uh, it, you, you saw the game as well. So it was and you saw it obviously better than I did because I didn't even see the spectacular goal from Sadio. Um, but um, I'm still happy. It was the first, the first idea, the first thought, and and, and then no, we didn't change it. So that was I mean, you need in that position. You need somebody who is able to play in small space, who can give you, who can give you as well um, offers in behind, who is um, who adapts to the defensive situation, who is football smart, all that stuff. It's not that we have other players who can play that, but not in a combination with the speed of Sadio, obviously. And Sadio played different positions in his life and for us as well so um, I was no doubt that he will play that um, but, how, but how we did it then uh, when he when he came off with Adam on, on in, in this advanced position something like this can work as well with, with, with Daniel Kennedy can work of course as well um, but for tonight we thought that's the that solution and um, we were never really um, that was the first and the last Oh yeah, scoring-wise, of course, performance-wise, not. That's what you expect. That he plays like this. That he offers these things. We do. We do not train in, in when he plays Sunday and Wednesday, obviously. So we had, we still did yesterday something, but it was very, very um, low intense, uh, low intensity, of course. But we could show him at least where where we want him to go, where we need him to run, and he did. Yes, he did it better than than we expected, of course, because who can expect two goals from a player? But um, no, about the performance, I'm not surprised. That's um, that's at your level. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
draft some witness with his thoughts on Liverpool v Watford game. A much-needed, magnificent 5-0 victory, which hopefully sends a bit of a message to Man City and also a message to our fans and other fans that we are in this. There's been doubts. There's been doubts the way you know we've been playing the last few weeks, which is, in a way, a little bit crazy. We're in a magnificent position. So today, that result... As that to result that result just put all that nonsense to bed. We're in this for the long we're long haul. We're down to ten games to go now. Magnificent win. And right from the right from the off today. The tempo, the pace, the intensity was perfect. It's it's it has what we have been lacking in the last few weeks. And this is exactly what we've been looking for. The performance was was great from the like I say, from the very first second. They really wanted that. The midfield were pressing. The strikers were pushing everywhere. There was threats down the wing from the full-backs. The centre-halves were brilliantly composed. It was just a thoroughly enjoyable, enjoyable evening of football. Um, to get the nice early goal, Sadio Mane, who was one of the better performers on the night, and it's tough to pick because they were all... They all had the merits. Sadio Mane was brilliant. He get, he popped up with the first goal, and it was um, it was from a cross, which what we what we were lacking. I thought against Man United, the cross from Trent Arnold, who again gave us a great balance in the side. What we've what we have been missing, we've missed him since he's been out. He gives us a great threat down that down that right hand side, puts in a great ball. And we won the up. And we just continued on the same theme, the, the pressing. Watford went in the game. They, they had a couple of half chances, a few bits and bobs, but nothing I can really remember. Fabinho absolutely bossed the midfield. He he was brilliant. He, he was brilliant. That was one of his better games. He was just he just won everything. Shut any any little half chance they got on the breakaway, he shut them down. Delafiru, whatever he's called it, the ex Everton player, he had them in his back pocket. He was bullied them off the ball so many times. And he even had the audacity to, to, to do a, a terrible embarrassing dive right in front of the cop. How he didn't get a book for that, I don't know, but you know, that was embarrassing, wasn't it? But you know the second game. The second goal came from Mane, and I'd have to see it back. Initially, I thought it was offside from where I was, and then the back heel finish. But must have just bumped over the keeper. Looked a, looked a cheeky little finish, and I say I need to see that one back. Um, we're absolutely flying two 0 going into half time. All Klopp's got to do is it's, it's, it doesn't really have to give him a team talk. Just keep going, and and we did. We kept going. The second half carried on in the same vein, and it was Origi who popped up with the third. You know, when I seen Origi in the side, you think, "Oh, maybe he should have threw Shakiri in for that little bit of invention." But Origi, he he done a job. He was functional out there today, tonight. He was he wasn't our best player, but he he done a job, and I'm pleased for him to get the goal there. I am pleased. He cut back inside, hit it into the bottom left hand, uh, bottom corner of his right foot, 
and hopefully that's just getting him that's just getting him warmed up for the uh, the potential derby at the year uh, on at the weekend. So we know what he can do in them games. And then the absolute colossus, Virgil van Dijk, who won everything in the air. Troy Dean, he didn't have a touch. You know, he's, he's renowned for being decent in the air. And he, and he is decent in the air, Troy Dean, he's a decent footballer. Virgil van Dijk totally shut him down, absolutely shut him down. With the help of Matip as well, Matip was solid. And then he, he, Virgil pops up with your two goals, you know, near the end, just to put the ice in the cake. You could see what it meant to him. You could see the celebrations in front of the cop with both goals. And it was deliveries into the box from Trent Arnold again, what we what we mentioned in earlier on, which we have been missing. So all in all, magnificent. Just we needed that for the confidence for the whole the whole side. Even though we're, we're in a, the best position we've ever been, we just needed that to prove to ourselves that we can do it. And we're going into the derby on Sunday. Nothing to fear. If we play like that in the last ten games, I believe we can do it. Come on, Liverpool. Okay, so we went Watford at Anfield there after the um, what some said a disappointing performance against United. Uh, even though it was a, a decent point on paper, um, it could have been an opportunity missed. But the Watford there at Anfield, the main thing was that we go and get the three points. I'd have settled for a scrappy one 0 win before the start of the game because it's getting to that now where we just need to get points on the board. But. Um, I think Klopp pulled a, a little um, masterstroke off there with, you know, putting Manny in the middle of the three, which is not something I thought he would have done. It looked like Origi was going to start there, but Origi played on the left cutting in and Salah on the right cutting in. And Salah was a lot more lively. Um, Origi was, the whole team was, there was a lot more movement. Uh, the Manny um, tactic paid off. For Fabinho was great in midfield. But a little way for the trend because um, you know he's been out for a bit. His first few games back maybe wasn't the best, but did he get four assists tonight? It was three or four assists there. Then I've only seen it live, but um, you know what a dimension he is with the set pieces as well. Go for Van Dijk to get a couple. Um, all round great performance, all round great play, and it's great to go in now to the derby. Um, that's not going to be an easy game. None of them are going to be easy. But I think now we've cut the goal difference down to six. There's ten to go, ten games to go. You know, why not take a game in it as it, uh, you know, as it comes. Each game as it comes. And I thought we were brilliant tonight. Um, I was a bit worried before the game. I thought we'd gone a little bit flat. Um, but like I say, it could be that these these breaks that we've been going on have been getting criticised. They could be coming the end of the season. It could have just been the little bit of break we needed if we're going to kick on and now use our, all our energy positively. Let's hope so and um, let's go and win the derby and go from there. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hello, it's Matt Addison for the post-match podcast after Liverpool's resounding 5-0 victory over Watford at Anfield. That was convincing and it was exactly what we needed. There was no sign of nerves and the fluent Liverpool are back. To a man, Liverpool, I thought, were exceptional tonight. Absolutely no complaints whatsoever. 
Divock Origi was the huge call to start over Zed and Shaqiri in the absence of Roberto Firmino. I thought he looked quite rusty in the first half, but took his chance certainly in the second. It was an exceptional finish for the goal, and he seemed to be better suited playing off that left side rather than through the middle. Trent Alexander-Arnold, though, was Liverpool's man of the match for me. His width was absolutely vital, and some of his crosses there were absolutely world-class. Andy Robertson, to a certain extent, did the same from the left, but Trent was just so, so good tonight. It's hard to look past him as being Liverpool's best player on the night. He certainly had a point to prove after being left out at the weekend, and he certainly made Jurgen Klopp think twice about leaving him out again. Manchester United played a diamond system at the weekend, and James Milner was able to get into those spaces. Watford did exactly the same, only this time it was Trent rather than Milner who was able to put those balls in. Liverpool didn't exploit that weakness at the weekend, but they certainly did tonight. James Milner was poor at Old Trafford, and tonight, in a different position, I thought he was exceptional. He was all over the place in a good way tonight. It was a real captain's performance. I was surprised that Jordan Henderson was left out, but when Milner performs at that level, it's hard to question Jurgen Klopp's call. Salah and Mane as well, up top, were exceptional. I thought Mane settled into that new position, that number nine role. He's done it a few times for Southampton in the past, but I'm pretty sure that's his first time playing it for the Reds. And he settled in as if he'd been playing there his whole career. It was a great finish, of course, for that second goal, but there was exceptional movement in there. There was some excellent play from him all the way through. Um, And it's possibly something that we can look at utilising again in the future. Salah... He's been criticised, of course, recently, but out on that right-hand side, he gave the full-back a torrid time at times. Some of his uh, control and his dribbling was absolutely brilliant from start to finish. He didn't get his goal, but his general performance was really, really top draw tonight. Manchester City, of course, won as well this evening, but that doesn't matter. We knew at the start that it was in our hands, and the important thing is that it still is now. Hello, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. The final whistle's just gone. It might have been the best performance I've seen since Barnes and Beardsley days. I was honestly, honestly thinking that uh, during that match. Um, And uh, what possible words could we find? What adjectives can be flung at that performance? Napoleon-esque? Herculean? Rambo-esque? Possibly. Or maybe if that performance were a glowworm, it would have lit up the entirety of the widow all the way from Anfield Road. 1 to 11, we were terrific. Marvellous, marvellous performance. Let's start at the back, because why not? Alison Becker, solid, commanding. Hardly had to do anything, but when he did, wow, what talent. And, uh... That's just number one. I could go on forever about this performance. I shan't. I shall leave it to others with greater skills than I. Uh, This is Owen from Cop On Podcast saying five. Was it five? Five nil. Wow. Liverpool, top of the league. Mmm, delicious. Hi there, Nathan Davidson talking about Liverpool five, Watford nil. Great result, great performance. Let's get stuck into it. So we got off to a flying start, we got two really early goals, both coming from Mane and both delivered in by Trent. The first one was just a great cross, whipping whip ball in from Trent Alexander-Arnold. And Mane heads it well, places it in the corner. The second one, 
the ball comes in it's a it's, you could say it's a poor first touch from Mane's it takes him back away from the goal but it's a great bit of improvisation where he back heels it over the keeper and to get like the little lift and just get it right over the keeper and into the net brilliant work from Mane and he played centrally today and he did I think he did really really well there. I think everyone thought that Origi would come in that centre when they saw the starting lineup and Mane would go out wide but that wasn't the case Origi played out wide and I thought he played quite well as well today he worked really hard and probably the hardest I've seen him work for the team since he's been here he was up and down he was getting tackles in he was everywhere he was passing so he did well but Mane in the centre was lethal and I think we've seen that in the last few games he's been looked the most dangerous the one the one who's been most likely to get the goals and he had scored in quite a few of the recent games as well Mane so well done him I said on Sunday how it was too narrow and in recent weeks at times we've just been a little bit too narrow today was the absolute opposite I think Trent coming in really helped with that but there was just so many times where the ball was coming in from out wide and were also offering that threat inside from time to time and it just meant that Watford didn't know whether to go narrow or to or to come out and close us down out wide which then creates spaces and because of that uncertainty it means that we then sort of get like an advantage because they, when they're not knowing like there's an element of doubt and that's all it takes sometimes to be the difference between getting through and not predictability in football can be the worst thing so yeah really pleased with that I thought Watford in the first half they had a few moments where they tried to counter very much like I expected them to but for me, the only thing that really surprised me with them today was how easily they allowed us to get in behind them and Calvin Path thought they would make it much much more difficult for us like when we went to their place early in the season they made it really difficult for us to break them down it was a really hard fought win that day but um, no today they just weren't quite at it they were just a little bit off off the boil today. We were going to the second half and uh, Origi gets the third. He's allowed to run into the box and there's no real challenge, which if you're not going to put any challenge, you've got to make sure you've got your marking them tight and not given uh, a striker the opportunity to shoot. But that wasn't done. Origi very, punished them very well. He just pl placed it with power in the bottom corner. Then Big Virgil, like one of the things you could say is that He's been. We all know he's been fantastic since he signed. But in terms of goals, it's just not really happened for him. There's been times where he's in good positions, but for whatever reason, it's not always worked out. And I think he's obviously been targeted at times, especially from set players and stuff like. Don't let him. Uh, don't let him get a get a one on one. Sort of being maybe doubling up and stuff on him. But today that didn't happen, and it was much to Watford's peril. Um, for the for Virgil's second goal. He just gets in between the two defenders and he places it right in the corner. But for Virgil's first goal, it's just a, once again a great delivery from Trent, this time from a free kick. And Virgil just gets in the gap, heads it. And he's, he's watched closely but not closely enough and he heads it in the back of the net. I think but with Virgil's second goal, he did really well where he placed the header into the corner, which showed that great composure that we know he possesses. So to summarise then, I think... It's a great result, a great performance, and it's just exactly what you'd want before the derby on Sunday. It completely changes the mood of the place. All of a sudden, everyone can't wait for the next game. Um, that momentum and rhythm could really, really help us going into, going into the derby on Sunday. If we'd been unable to win tonight and we'd drawn, we could have found it 
really, really difficult on Sunday because it would start to look like a slump. But by going and scoring five, not conceding and just playing really, really well, a lot of eight out of ten performances today, we've done really well and it's just going to be... It's just going to uplift everyone going into the derby and I think it puts us in a much stronger position than we would have been without that. I think the only other point of note today really was how Liverpool controlled the game. They, they, contro- they controlled the match brilliantly. Now That's something in the years gone by that we've been a little bit naive on, I think, but it's got so, so much better. The game management is really well. There was a spell um, later on where we literally just kept the ball for maybe about a couple of minutes and wouldn't didn't let Watford get on the ball and try and do anything. We just passed it about nice and simply and just sort of took the sting out of the game. So, yeah, very well done from the lads today. Great result, great performance. And just can't wait for the derby on Sunday. Now let's get the win there. Let's keep this good momentum going. And then hopefully City will slip up and we can uh, extend our advantage at the top. Come on, you Reds. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.